0: Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T, and I'm back this morning, actually afternoon, to give you yet another update in the Debbie Collier case. I want to get this out as soon as I can because I do not want to lead you guys astray in any way, and I want to share all sides of what's going on right now. I'm going to read you an article from nowhabersham.com, And the title of this article is Collier's Death May Not Have Been a Homicide. All right, so let me read it to you now. A six-week-old murder investigation in Habersham County may not have been murder after all. Sources close to the investigation into the death of Debbie Collier now say she may have died as the result of an accident or suicide. We may live in a world where we never know for sure, the source says. Cryptic message sent from Family Dollar. The biggest revelation in recent days was the discovery that a cryptic message and Venmo payment sent to Collier's daughter, Amanda Bearden, apparently came from Debbie Collier's phone. So the Venmo did come from Debbie Collier's device. At 3.17 p.m. on September 10th, Collier sent her daughter, Amanda Bearden, $2,385 through the Venmo payment app. Along with the money, she sent the message, they are not going to let me go. Love you. There's a key to the house in the blue flower pot by the door. Sources tell, now Habersham, the message was sent during the time that Collier is known to have been sitting in her rented van in the parking lot of a family dollar store in Clayton, Georgia. She also reportedly sent a text to her son saying, I love you, but that text, later found in subpoenaed phone records, didn't go through. Shortly after the messages were sent on Saturday, September 10th, Collier's phone went silent. She drove away from the family dollar store at 3.19 p.m. and was found dead in the woods near Tallulah Falls, about 12 miles south of Clayton, 22 hours later. That chilling message and Venmo payment captured investigators and the media's attention because it indicated a possible kidnapping— However, within weeks of launching their investigation, Habersham County Sheriff's investigators dismissed the possibility that Collier was abducted. They zeroed in on people close to the deceased real estate office manager, and as they did, the scrutiny surrounding her husband, Steve Collier, Bearden, and Bearden's boyfriend, Andrew Geigerich, intensified. Investigators questioned them and executed search warrants at their homes in Athens, and although investigators never publicly identified suspects or persons of interest in the case, Habersham County Chief Deputy Murray Kogod insisted that Debbie Collier's death was personal and targeted. Kogod may now be looking for a way to To backtrack on that statement. While the state medical examiner has not released a final autopsy report, sources tell Now Habersham it appears Debbie Collier may have died from suffocation as a result of a fire that she herself may have started. Her injuries were consistent with those of someone caught in a flash fire possibly caused by gasoline vapors igniting. An arson analysis confirmed the presence of gasoline on her clothes. While investigators knew from the outset that an accelerant was used, the absence of a gas container at the scene caused them to suspect someone else was present and had removed the container. After conducting an experiment, Investigators confirmed a plastic container could have melted in the fire. It was at that point, weeks into the case, that detectives returned to the scene where Collier's body was found and recovered what appeared to be the burned remnants of a gas can. Collier appears to have initially survived the fire which charred her lap and abdomen and apparently burned off the Georgia Bulldog jersey she was wearing. She was found grasping a small tree in her hand as if she had grabbed onto it to keep from falling. The items she bought at the family dollar store were found near her partially nude, burned body. The QR code on a burned blue tarp is what led investigators to the family dollar store. That discovery ultimately led to the surveillance video with the last known images of Debbie Collier alive. Whether her death was accidental or intentional remains to be seen. Officials have not released the results of her autopsy. Now Habersham has reached out to the Habersham County Sheriff, Joey Terrell, and Cogod for confirmation on the status of the case and will update this article as new information is released. Okay, so that's the article out of the nowhabersham.com website. And Again, these are sources that are leaking this information, it sounds like. This article was written by somebody named Joy Purcell and it is dated October 26, 2022. I don't know about you guys, but my head is spinning. I'm still not convinced that Debbie Collier did this to herself. I just cannot understand why she would drive all the way to Clayton to go to that family dollar store and then turn around and head back toward home and then stop at Tallulah Falls. Why not go to a family dollar store on the way to Tallulah Falls, if that was the spot she picked, go like that? Why go up to Clayton unless there was some other reason that she went up to Clayton? Is there somebody there? Is there something there that she might have wanted to see before she did this? I don't know. So I guess we just have to try to remain open. But I feel very uncomfortable with all the different news that is coming out today. On the one hand, the sheriff saying that, you know, it was always a murder investigation. And now this article in Now Habersham, talking about it not being a homicide. I'm confused. I'm sure you guys are too. I hope this helps in some way and have a great rest of your day. Let me know what you think. Um bye for now until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. Hey, do me a favor, hit that like button. I really appreciate it. I am saying the word murder and all sorts of other things in this video so I cannot monetize it. So I rely on those thanks.